Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's a rock and roll edition of the Organic Gardener, Doug Ostra. And if you are the 10th caller, we're really going to rock your world today. What a way to start. 412-922-1020. See the old DJ kicks in. So tell them what we have from the wonderful folks at Sorgles. It's that annual Christmas gift that keeps on giving and giving and giving. A $100 gift certificate to Sorgles Greenhouses. Sorgles Farm and Greenhouses. If you are the 10th caller right now, 412-922-1020. You know, uh, Mick at the World Cup, and I said, imagine being in that kind of condition at that age. He's like 20 years older than me. Back in the day when this song came out, no one knew it was coming out. I was sitting in a little guard shack in Ravenna, Ohio, guarding a plant, <laughs> East Manufacturing. <laughs> and this song comes on, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's Keith Richards. This is amazing. Tremendous, absolutely tremendous. All right, let's get on to our Organic Gardener Holiday Spectacular, starting off with a celebration of Keith Richards and a Chuck Berry Christmas song. And... Let me tell you about a project that I've been working on with Farm to Table of Western Pennsylvania, Farm to Table by Local, where we've been delivering herbs and holiday de- decorations to all the, not all of but many of the Allegheny County Housing Authority uh, towers, buildings. And so we have had a ball. The herbs came from Bidwell Training Center, Drew Matheson Greenhouse, which is a cool place. And so we're giving away basil and cilantro and dill and mint and thyme. It's just been a ball. We did it all last week. We'll be doing it this week. Follow me on my Facebook page. You can uh, see us go from building to building. Now let's talk about what to buy for your favorite gardener. It's getting close, but the number one thing is a gift certificate. (laughs) You know, through the years uh, doing this show, we've talked a lot about how not personal a gift certificate is, but I'm telling you what, a gardener would love that, you know, to your local nursery. Uh, don't forget, there's also ways you can get, like if you're running out of time, you can get an e-gift certificate uh, through the internet and they'll just send it to you. So number one's a gift certificate. Number two, and I've got all these gifts listed in, at uh, dougoster.com. If you're coming in you know, with your coffee or getting ready for church, whatever it is, and you're like, Oh, I need to see this list. It's all on the web. So it's all up my website. Indoor bulbs like amaryllis and paper whites. Uh, those are so, every gardener would just love to have that. And uh, both the amaryllis and the paper whites. Yes, the paper whites you can make rebloom. We'll talk about that later in the season. How about a 
holiday tree, Christmas tree, shaped like uh, out of rosemary. Uh, I've seen those out there. And what, a, again, you know, you put that in the windowsill, it starts to grow out, you trim it off and use it in your in your recipes and it keeps going. Trick on rosemary to keep rosemary going in the winter. Never let it dry out, but don't overwinter, don't overwater it. You want to overwinter it, just don't overwater it. Next, a Christmas cactus. You you can't kill it unless you kill it with kindness. Uh, just keep it on the dry side. You have these beautiful flowers twice a year. Uh, every gardener is going to love that. Some dram color point pruners. These every again gardeners need more than one set of pruners and these dram color point pruners are little and the the colorful part is great because when you leave them in the garden you can find them they're sharp and they have this little locking mechanism that doesn't stay locked when you want to use it and and doesn't stay unlocked what is that doesn't stay unlocked i don't know the putt works good (laughs) sloggers uh garden shoes i've been wearing these sloggers shoes for well over a decade. They're waterproof. They slip on and off, so you're not bringing the garden in with you. You know how many times you got to come in and get something, come back out. Um, they're very comfortable, and they're reasonably priced, and you can find them out there at many different garden centers. How about a sun hat? You know, we need protection from the sun. A kneeler? You know, I can't plant all those bulbs without my kneeler, and believe it or not, I still have bulbs to put in. <laughs> I know, I know. I'll get them in. I'll get them in. <laughs> A harvest basket, you know, a fancy harvest basket. Uh, it, you know, these are things that as gardeners we really don't buy for ourselves, but that would be a great gift. Nice watering can. You know, you might have a watering can already, but you leave one in the vegetable garden, one in the flower garden. Some nice plant markers, you know, so we know what we're planting where. And seeds. Go to your local nursery. Buy some seeds. Buy some seeds of something that you want to have, that you want to see the flower or you want to enjoy the the vegetable. And your favorite gardener loves to grow things for other people. You know, uh, I started out growing beets for my wife and then I fell in love with beets. So uh, we can always use seeds. One of those little pollinator houses or bee houses. Uh, again, as gardeners, we're always trying to uh, help the pollinators. If we help the pollinators, the pollinators will help us. You put one of these little bee houses in there, then your native pollinators will uh, set up uh, operation in there. They're not going to bother you. They're just going to help your flowers and your vegetables uh, do their thing and do it better. A bird feeder. Uh Encouraging birds to come to the garden now gets them on a foraging route. In the spring, when they need lots of caterpillars and uh, insects to feed their young, they're going to stay on that forage route, which is your garden. How about an indoor mushroom growing kit? I've done that before, man. It is cool. They just send you like this little stump, basically, inside. You put it in a little bit of water, and then you get these fancy, like, uh, Gourmet mushrooms. It's fun, and that's a a really cool project for kids and grandkids. Uh, All gardeners want a statue, bench, a rock, an angel, cherub, stepping stones, something like that to put in the garden. Uh, Don't go too big on the statue because it's going to take four of you to get it into the garden. Uh, But that, that, anything like that, you know, like I said, stepping stone, a little angel. You'll know your you know your gardener. You know what what they want. 
a rain gauge is another great thing uh, to give your gardener because we want to know how much rain w- came down the, the that night before, and that's a great way to know because as gardeners, we're always looking at the weather. We're always looking at you know what the uh, rain event was the night before, but that's at the airport. You know how much different it can be you know, two miles away. So a rain gauge is another great one. Some cool succulents. Succulents have become so popular and they're easy to grow. Uh, same same with house plants. And all the, your local nurseries will have these things sitting around. Uh, uh, you can do all sorts of things with succulents and house plants. And it gives us as gardeners something to do during the winter. <laughs> Uh, keep those houseplants going. Enjoy those succulents blooming. Maybe our cr- Christmas cactus. So that complete list of uh, my favorite gifts for gardeners is at dougoster.com. If you missed any of it, it'll give you some great ideas. And go shop local. Find something cool for your favorite gardener, and you'll love it real quick. Mrs. Know-it-all will be here later talking about poisonous holiday plants and how they might affect your pets. All right, stay with us. But if you want to jump in here and get in on the conversation, 866-391-1020. Doug Oster, DougOster.com, the organic gardener, Rob Pratt Sunday, KDK Radio. You know, I've always been a firm believer, Doug Oster, DougOster.com. And if you have a question about gift giving for that gardener in your family, what you like to be gifted, some things you're working on, those seed catalogs that you're already thinking about this spring, get on the line and give us a call, 866-391-1020. Samantha McGill, as always, doing a A-plus job today, and she is ready to take your phone calls, and we'll get you up on the air, 866-391-1020. You know, I've always liked the fact of putting a tree up closer to Christmas than earlier, especially a real tree, because then you can take it right through Orthodox Serbian Christmas into the middle of January. And I don't know about you, but I brought this up on the True Value Show yesterday. I don't think I've ever seen so many beautiful trees still available yeah. right now, a week before Christmas. Yeah, I drove by a couple of places. I saw the same thing, and I was like, "Come on, let's go!" But uh, trees are expensive uh, this year. You know, it's it's to ship them to you know whatever, uh, but. Yeah, get out there and get a real tree. You might be able to get a deal close. You know, that was my thing. I always, <laughs> I always swoop in there. Great minds think alike. I was thinking. I said maybe you can wheel and deal now a little bit. <laughs> I don't know about that. What's the? Be- we talked about this before. Even your days when Jessica was here, it was one of my favorite segments. What's truly in your mind the best tree to have for? It's blue spruce, Scotch pine. I always like Scotch. You know, pine. she always loved the Canaan fir. Uh, and lots of people go nuts over the Fraser fir, mm-hmm. but, but Jess always loved the Canaan fir as uh, a, a, a better tree. Uh, so for me, you know, from our era, right, it's the old fashioned, you know, Scotch pine. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're, that, you're right, man. You know, do you? I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking about you the other day. I was like, back in our era. That morning. Oh, that was that it was morning. The greatest. Oh, you know. The night before. Can't sleep the night before. You know, the parents are like, yeah, go out and get your stocking at four in the morning. Yeah, but you guys got to go back to bed. And like I said, that one Christmas to my mother, I said, I know I'm 30 years old. Can you, <laughs> can you please tell me if there is not? Listen, she made it, and we didn't have anything. I mean, we had a lot of love, but there wasn't a lot of money to go. My mother didn't wrap the gifts, but we had everything, Doug. You know, a family, the food, the, you know, the grandmother coming over and sitting there with her 10th cup of coffee, looking at every child's toy, trying to stay awake because she was up all night. You know, just 
memories, the smells, the sounds. I mean, I, it was incredible. I think that's why the movie Christmas Story resonates with people like us. Yeah, you know, and I remember when that came out, and I was working a little newspaper, and as a you know twenty something year old photographer, and one of the women editors, me just explaining how much I I thought this Christmas Story movie was the most amazing thing, and she was like, "I'm so happy to hear that because I she thought it was for her generation." But it's also for our generation, it was. you know, uh, just just great times and uh, a, a completely different era. I can just I can still picture, and this is when I lived in Warrensville Heights, so pre sixty seven, looking at that bike and yeah. at the Chris with a gold bow on it. Right. Oh man, you know, listen, and you couldn't ride. You know, back then you couldn't ride it because you're in three feet of snow well listen you grew up on a snow belt so you were so fortunate with that sled riding all that good stuff but how your parents really knew you and it was an era where young men got basketballs baseballs bb guns rifles you know and i remember that bb gun uh, this is those sting listen those sting <laughs> i I, pu- I pushed the screen out the you know the window the screen out <laughs> of the window and i literally put the i was just going to shoot it in the backyard i wasn't looking to do anything and no sooner did I get the barrel of that BB gun out on the window ledge, my dad said, don't be putting that gun out the window and shooting it, that BB gun. It's like he knew where I was going, and he was in the kitchen, and I'm in my little bedroom down the hall. But I mean, just- You shoot your eye out. Right. But just waking up yeah, and, and, and being out on those all-night sled riding events with your friends, staying out you know, during Christmas and New Year's till like 2 o'clock in the morning. You're 10 years old. Nobody was worried about anything. And I, as I said, you know what I remember the most? Remember the cannonball- a kerosene uh, lanterns they used to put on those saw horses where they'd mm-hmm. have to shut a road down. Mm-hmm. That smell of kerosene at, at night, still to this day, and wood-burning fireplaces, I, I, it's the greatest feeling in the world. I just got a text from Jess. Listening to you and Rob with my mom and dad, still love my Canaan furs. <laughs> That's Jess, man. The one and only. That's awesome. What a star. We miss her. We, <laughs> we miss sure her. do. You know, it's just... But that scotch pine is like a candelabra up the other way. You know, just how it was always so layered so nicely. And you had those old stenciled bulbs and those Christmas bulbs that you had so much black electrical tape on them because you'd get shocked because <laughs> the dog would be chewing on them and everything. I mean, it was just. We know. had these bubble lights from the 30s, you yeah. know, wired like by Edison himself. <laughs> you know, how old would Jessica's son Ty be now? I'm saying 16. Where did the it could be go? a year older? I'm saying 16, so I don't know. But all grown up, it's got to be 16. All grown up, driving. I know driving for sure. Uh, he's good. He's got Jess as a mom. He's good. It's all good in the neighborhood. Isn't that amazing? I remember when she was in the hospital. I know. I we started working together. I, she was pregnant. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it goes you, quick, doesn't listen, it? Listen, you being a grandfather, me being a grandfather, it, you, you just realize it. The, it. the cycle just never stops. Yeah world is changing for sure. So let me ask you another thing. Speaking of getting deals, like today especially, you go to a Janoski's, you go to a Sorgles, Hans, all of these places, you will definitely not leave empty-handed. I mean, there's some, <laughs> there's, even if you don't even have a gardener you're looking to get a gift for, there's stuff there. Oh, definitely. Come on, you know, get out there, take a look around. There's some beautiful stuff. You know, and some other things to look at too, take a trip down to Phipps, see the Winter Flower Show. It is amazing it is really well done and uh i i just i just love it dazzling nights at the pittsburgh botanic garden is something new and i did a video it's at dougoster.com it's the weirdest coolest thing where you walk around for like an hour and a half outside and there's just like 
fog and dancing lights and like laser lights and everything. It is awesome. really cool. So Pittsburgh Botanic Garden is out kind of by Ikea area. Uh, so it's not that far out there. Uh, another thing real quick, just a couple seats left for Tuscany, my second Tuscany trip. First one sold out. If you ever thought about going to Italy, this is the, the least expensive way that I've ever been able to make it available. And it's off the beaten path, Italy. Yes, we're seeing Florence, we're seeing Pisa, but then all these off the beaten path hill towns, it is going to be so much fun. All that information's at dougoster.com. Let's talk a little bit too about house plants. You know, I'm telling you, buy some house plants, buy some succulents for your favorite gardener. But if you've got house plants uh, going in the house, it's important to keep those leaves clean. That's one of the things I do this time of the year. I was looking at them the other day. In fact, I have a, a oh, what is it? Prince of Orange philodendron that Jessica gave me, gosh, I don't know how many years ago, just because I think her cats were getting into it. But it has these big, shiny leaves. Just spend some time with those plants. Clean clean off those leaves. Uh, I oftentimes take them all in when my wife goes to see her mother. I'll take all those plants into the shower, and I'll <laughs> and I'll run the shower. And I'm How just kind of plants are we talking? Oh, about? don't even think. I mean, I'm not allowed to bring any more plants in, brother. But I'm always sneaking them in. <laughs> like that last year, I bought these uh, impatient hanging baskets, but they had spider plants in them. And spider right. plant is like an old '70s indoor indestructible house plant and so i you know when it frost came i took the spider plants out of the thing put them in a little thing and i've been growing them uh in another room and then when she wasn't there i just i brought that big giant pot out and just stuck it on the corner by the big window so you know what i would think about when you're talking about these spider plants my one friend's mom god rest her soul pink slippers with a one of those very long cigarettes with the ash just about ready to fall into the plant, watering the plant early in the morning. So, yeah, good memories. Got a, another text from Jess. 17 years old, Talia's. Gosh. 17? 17. Wow. I only had to babysit him once, like, for, it might have been 20 minutes. I could barely do it because <laughs> I didn't know what to do. And well, I'd, I'd done it once before, and I've taken care of kids before, but I forgot everything. Yeah, but you got to realize his mom's the Energizer Bunny, so <laughs> they probably never stop, and they're always going. Well, anyway, Merry Christmas to Jess, her family, and, of course, Ty. Mm -hmm. 17 years young, still going to be around mom for a while. He's oh, still yeah. young. you got a lot of years ahead of him. i got to tell you, that's what I miss the most, my kids being young. I, I absolutely, they were connected at my hip. They were with me all the time. And now you'll send them a text three days later, you'll get, okay. <laughs> you know, that's, it, that's it. That's it. But anyway, happy for Jessica. Oh, Jess. don't say that. Poor Jessica's going to be like, oh, well, is that, that what happens? Yeah, but my daughter's 21 now. Robbie's 23 and Tyler's 32. And he's going to have his third child. So life, life goes on. Those 30-year-olds don't like to text back. Mm -mm. <laughs> you can't keep them on the phone. I mean, you you got you to gotta actually write down questions before you call them just to keep them on the phone. you got to get a script going. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. And you want to call? Call us. We've got uh, already somebody ready to talk to Doug. We'll get to that person in just a moment on KDKA. Tenth caller right now wins a $25 gift certificate uh, to Janoski's in Clinton, 412-922-1020. You ever start talking? 
and about six things are trying to come out of your mouth at the same time. Doug. I'm like, <laughs> where are we in this program? But it's Janoski's 10th caller, and we've got calls coming in. People are going to try to win the gift certificate. Anything you need to talk about before I go to the phones? No, let's talk. Delvine, you are on KDK. How are things in Slippery Rock? Uh, hi, Doug and Rob. Hey, how are you? Um, just great. Uh, Merry Christmas to you folks. Merry Christmas. I Merry Christmas. was listening last week when you had Carol Michael on uh, from Indiana, I think. Yes. Anyway, um, she had talked about a book she uh, she had written called The Christmas Cottontail. Mm-hmm. And after the show, I went online and to her website and ordered that. And she responded uh, immediately to me. I had a question about it first, but she said that she... Uh, during the holiday season, has been ramping up her mailing schedule so that she is not sending things out media rate. She is sending everything first class. And two days later, it came in the mail to me. It's uh, autographed by her and her, I think, nephew, maybe, the artist, right. the uh, illustrator. And just a great little book. It's for my grandchild, but it really would be good as a Christmas gift to somebody who enjoys gardening. And so I, that's another idea for somebody, and I think you could probably get it before Christmas if you went on her website and ordered I think you have to order from the website in order to get the autographed copies. But uh, she was just wonderful to talk to, and, and so that's just one more idea. Well, thank you very much for mentioning that book because I think that is an awesome book, Uh and we talked about it last week. And all the information uh, on how to order that is at dougoster.com. And, yeah, okay. that's pretty amazing that she's sending it out first class, though. That mm-hmm. That's costing yeah. her a, yeah. a lot of money to get that get that to yeah. you quick. Yeah. Well, good. Thank you very much for your call. I appreciate okay. it. All right. If you have a question or a thought for Doug, get in here. Mr. Know-It-All coming up within about eight minutes or so from now. Uh, 866-391-1020. What do you think it is about poinsettias that are just so adorable and loving and something that you just can't wait to see? It's a sure sign of the holiday season. Eh, it's just tradition, easy to grow. You know, I still have uh, I still have poinsettias that are two, three years old that I've just kept going in, in the house. And, uh, you know, again... <laughs> We're talking about deals. I'm going to actually be on uh, Pittsburgh Today Live the day after Christmas. We're Are doing you? we're doing a live uh, at Han Nursery, talking all about holiday plants, how to keep them going, how to keep them thriving. I really encourage people to buy a, a nice poinsettia. You know, like I said, that rosemary Christmas tree is a cool thing. You know, rosemary is a little tricky to keep going on the windowsill, but if you keep after it, do not overwater, but do not neglect it. You'll be okay. I don't know. It's just just tradition. Uh, and again, you could grow it for the season. You can keep it going until spring, and you can actually put it out in the garden. It becomes like kind of a big tree. Uh, very easy to grow. The other thing I do in the winter is I'm adding organic matter to the garden right now. I've got a source for well-aged animal manure from a friend of mine with a skid loader, and you can find those, you know, up in in the country somewhere. Even even as close as Ross Township, I've seen some uh, big piles of horse manure. Free manure, get it out of here. And that's the best thing you can put in your garden. You know, again, well-aged. Uh, and then, believe it or not, where I get my free compost, they still have a pile of that. And so when the ground freezes solid or gets it cold like this, it's easy to bring those wheelbarrows in and just dump that on top of your bed and you'll be ready to go in the spring. And as I mentioned Oh, I've been so lazy, you know. Uh, well, actually, with all these other projects, I've seriously got at least 300 bulbs that need to be planted, and it's really getting to the end of the season. This morning was the first day 
uh, to get the scraper out and get the the windows clean. And that's kind of my like today. I've got to get some of those bulbs in. Uh, again, you, I've planted as late as the second week of of January uh, if the ground does not freeze solid. And you know, my wife was asking me yesterday, "Well, can't you just pot them up or this?" And then I'm like, "Yeah, you can, but it's better to get them in the ground. If you still have bulbs and you didn't get them in the ground like me, there's still time." You know, I use that a bulb auger. It's just a kind of a big drill bit. That's just the way I do it. Uh, I find it very easy to, you know, as long as you don't have pure shale or something like that. But you've got some rocks, got some roots, you can get through them. And with that auger, I, I'll definitely, I'll have 100 bulbs planted in about, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. I know where I want to put them. Uh, at least that part I know. I just have to get them in the ground. <laughs> Because I, you know, what's funny about my office is, you know, it's boxes of bulbs, and I have at least ten, it's ten, a ten, ten yeah, have at least ten big boxes of herbs. I mean, huge herbs. Where we're all Are you going to be like on hoarders one night? You <laughs> oh, know? this this is what it looks like. I have to squeeze through those boxes to get through my office. Again, again, mo- those will be gone next week, so I I'll be able to get some, you know open space and get that room cleaned for the Feast of Seven Fishes. So your kids, when they're with you the holidays, is one lead over to them and said, you better order another dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's what, you, that's what you love, though. That's your life. It's your passion. I get it. Uh, I get it. Your wife's probably questioning <laughs> it. but but, but, but Actually, believe it or not, she helped me load the boxes in and out. It was awesome. <laughs> well, now, is this the stuff that you'd give away? And this is the stuff for the Farm to Table Project where we're going to the Allegheny County Housing Authority that's built wonderful. buildings where they need fresh herbs uh, and free holiday decorations. It's just been great because the, the people- They pay love it. They, they respond really well to it. You know, I have a special connection with Blonox. Yeah. Uh, Why? Uh, just a, a woman years ago just, uh, your name's Carol. That's a Pittsburgh community. And and she's like, would you come talk? We don't have any money. Would you just come talk to this event? I'm like, yeah, it's Blonox. I'll help you out any way I can. Nice. I'll bring some books, give them away, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know. It's just become this thing where, like, then the next year I went and I parked on the street and I talked to the police chief. I didn't know it was the police chief, but he was a police officer. I said, is it okay if I park here? It's like, oh, Doug, I heard you were coming. Carol <laughs> told me you were coming. So I show up at Blonox with all these plants to give to the uh, Blonox Manor Apartments. It's a big tower. And who's there? The mayor is there. Waiting for you. Yes, and the uh a, a police officer is there. They wanted to. That's Pittsburgh. They wanted to make sure that everybody would come down. You know, they know the people in the building would come down, get these herbs, and now it's become a tradition. We're only in the second year, and so everybody was waiting in the lobby for us to come. And you know, one guy who lives in the towers, uh, he's he he was a chef, and so he's just you know, I said, take whatever you need if you're going to use it. Just just take whatever you want and 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 use it in the kitchen. You know, some people say, ah, I don't do much cooking, but I just tell them, like, you know, with a, like a mint. I said, you could just grow a mint plant on your windowsill and just pinch it here and there. I mean, there's no killing mint. You know, you don't want to plant it outside because you'll never get rid of it. But in a little pot on the windowsill, you'll be fine. Now, real quick, before the break, I want to tell you about growing something different. Um, you know, and you know me. I just love growing weird stuff. And there's this pepper, and I've talked about it one time before, uh, it's available from Baker Creek Heirloom Seeds, one of the places I love ordering from. And it's called Buena Mulata. 
And let me just read the description. And after you hear this description, you might order the seeds. A very rare, extremely productive, and stunning hot pepper being offered exclusively through Baker Creek. William Moyes Weaver. Now, this guy, William Moyes Weaver, is like my heirloom seed hero. I've known about him since I worked back in Youngstown, so in the 90s. He wrote a book back then that changed the way I garden. Well, William Moyes Weaver introduced us to this pepper from his grandfather's collection. His grandfather received the pepper from African-American folk artist Horace Pippin in 1944. So here's what the pepper does. It starts violet, then kind of pinkish, then orange, then brown, and then deep red. And it's not super hot. They're long, round pods, like six to seven inches long, and... As those colors change, the flowers change. I'm sorry. As those colors change, the tastes change. And so it's just, it was one of the most beautiful peppers I ever grew and not too hot and just an idea to grow something different. Uh, that's my thing. I love growing different. All right, let's get Mrs. Noah on here in just a couple of moments. Next hour, Father Joe enjoying a little holiday R&R, but son Frank will be here, and it will be holiday seafood, the countdown to the Feast of the Seven Fishes, which will air, as always, 9 a.m. until 1 p.m. this Saturday, Christmas Eve, right here from Coons Market, McKnight Road, KDKA, 100.1 FM, AM 1020. Good morning. All right, here's our Christmas gift to this wonderful audience (laughs) because she's the gift that truly does keep giving good information. Go ahead. Joined by horticulturalist Denise Schreiber, also known as Mrs. Know-It-All. Good morning, Denise. How are you? Cold. I don't, (laughs) you know, I just, I don't miss the 90 degree plus temperatures. I just don't like this stuff either. Denise, you wouldn't believe how bad the roads were coming home from Cranberry last night. It was like untouched. It was awful. Well, you know, I live in the South Hills, and I live in Pleasant Hills. They take the best care of our roads. Sometimes I've, you know, gone out, and the roads are clear and dry, and I get out of the borough and go, what happened here? (laughs) So we're talking about holiday plants and pets. School us a little bit on that, would you? Well, you know, our pets, you know, tend to, you know, investigate things we have in our house, such as houseplants. Um, it doesn't matter if it's cats or dogs. And the other thing is small children, you know, toddlers, you know, they're forever sticking things in their mouth. You know, toys, you know, oh, here's some mud. Let me try that to see if that's tasty. But, you know, we don't want anything you know terrible to happen to any of them, especially this time of year. And so there are some plants that you should not have if you're going to have animals in the house or small children. And then the one that's always on the list and really shouldn't be is the poinsettia. Yeah. Because, you know, people are like, oh, that's that. Well, I was just reading that in order to really have any type of toxicity, you need to eat 500 leaves of the poinsettia. And I don't think anybody's going to do it. Not only that, you'd have to have a bunch of poinsettias in the house in order to keep doing that. And I don't know what that sap tastes like, but I bet you it tastes absolutely awful that after about one bite, you would be done and you would not want any more poinsettia. Exactly. So there are plants like that, you know, and you can get that uh, 
sap on your fingers, you know, when you're moving a plant around and everything. And it's kind of difficult to get off. So if you have poinsettias, I wouldn't worry about it, you know, as far as your animal snacking on it. Because they're going to take one bite and go, ugh, what's this? I don't need, I don't want this. This doesn't taste good. What is something but to avoid? Yeah. Uh, so one of the plants that you should really avoid is... Um, having a Jerusalem cherry, which is very attractive, has this beautiful bright red fruits on it. That is highly poisonous. Another one is you were talking about uh, the one, the Christmas rose mm-hmm. that they're selling, you know, to bring in. And, you know, and it's a perennial. We can go out and plant it once it warms up. That is actually poisonous. There's also mistletoe. And you can buy packages of dried mistletoe with the berries, but the berries are highly poisonous. You know, so a lot of times, you know, I have, I may have uh, mistletoe, but I'll take the berries off. And a lot of times you can buy them with plastic berries. You know, so, yeah, you still get the effect of kissing somebody under the mistletoe. All right, Mrs. Know-It-All, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. We are actually off next Sunday. What are we going to do, Rob? We're not going to be here? Sleep. <laughs> I'm answering questions after the show at DougOster.com. If you did not get through or had a question you were too shy to ask, you can learn more about my off-the-beaten-path Tuscany trip and check out a long list of gifts for gardeners at DougOster.com. Remember, organic gardeners, you make our world brighter and safer with each seed you sow and every garden you grow. So I know you have things and people and places that you're caught up with today, but I have to ask, because no one does the Feast of the Seven Fishes better than you, in 30 seconds or less, do you have your fish? Yeah, it's all there. I, I said there's a salted cod like on the counter waiting to get for me to soak it in water and 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 <laughs> soak it in water and soak it in water. <laughs> What's the name of that movie I told you about? Is it just called Feast of Seven yes, Fishes? Yes, yes. Yeah, check that. Find that on your cable. It is an awesome movie. We'll see you at uh, Coons on Saturday. I'll be there. The great Doug Oster wearing his Christmas sweater. Definitely must-see TV. <laughs> Stay with us. More to come in a moment. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.